Do you know what time it is? It's time for the Workforce Show, where you will learn the latest news about employment trends, current opportunities, and innovative strategies for managing a career on WERA 96.7 FM. Glad you joined us uh, for the latest show and the Workforce Show. It's a broadcast out of Arlington, Virginia, but available on a variety of podcast sites, including SoundCloud, Apple, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, our purpose is to uh, encourage and, and inspire people to think about STEM as not a dirty word but a word that uh, opens up a lot of possibilities in in the future uh, and in now. And if you're entering a career or you're middle of a career or you're exiting a career, uh, you'll find our, our guests very, very interesting. Uh, and we take a, a pride in, in looking at the industry, uh, where technology is going and how it's going in, in, in a variety of industries. And today, uh, we have a guest named Danny Houston. Hello. Uh, hi there, Danny. And uh, Danny has a mixed industry. He's a young man. For all of you who are young out there, uh, starting your career, he can share his experiences with you. But we'll start off by saying, hey, Danny, what what career, what industry are you in? Sure. So my official job title is cloud engineer. Uh, I've been in the IT industry probably about uh, almost 10 years now uh, at pretty much every level. Uh, I started out in desktop support, working for a consulting company, troubleshooting, you know, people's laptops, Microsoft Word, you know, Windows, things like that. You know, just I'm day to day. That's well, Jack yeah, of all trades. Right? I would say so because, you know, in a role like that, uh, you never know what problem is going to walk through the door. Maybe uh-huh. somebody's having trouble with their cell phone, you know, and it could be anything. Back then it was it could be a Blackberry or an early iPhone or whatever. And it's IT, IT and general yeah that's right and what was true with that role and what I feel like is true and no matter where you work if you're just learning on the job if you're like a very junior person getting started is you know try to find the type of environment that is that encourages collaboration where there's different levels of people there you know you have senior IT engineers as well as you know mid-level and maybe junior ones so And I kind of, honestly, I I sort of learned IT on the job. Obviously, I had some background myself in using technology and... Wait a minute. IT is so general. Mm -hmm. That's true. General word, uh, IT in in what area, what uh, special skills, specialized skills are... You, I, mean, I know you're cloud now. That's right. But yeah. How did you get started? Was it IT? You know, for me, it was sort of just trying to solve deeper and deeper problems until I got to what I'm doing now, and and in do and and approaching things with the attitude of I want to learn how to do this right. Um, and taking some personal initiative to go out and, you know, do things like take courses in programming languages or 
um, you know, show up to conferences and kind of learn uh, what's going on. So I kind of just that that sort of path of learning uh, instead of having to hand off this issue to to a more senior engineer. I would like to learn how to fix that myself, right? So what do I do to do that? And sometimes you can learn some of that on the job with a person. If you're enthusiastic about a problem and you say, can you show me how you fix this type of thing or whatever? Usually people, you know, are generally happy to show you. And I learned a lot just doing that from other people. Uh, But then also taking some personal initiative saying, what, what, like what kind of books should I could I read if I wanted to become a systems administrator or something like that? And you'll get recommendations from people. Like it, it's easy when you work at a big company already, but if you're just breaking into an IT industry in the beginning, it might be a little harder. But still, the personal initiative that you could take to learn different things out there, there is more free information out on the internet than there has ever been. Uh, it's it's not just you know even before if you would go to a library and say. You know, maybe 20 years ago, you could say, I want to learn how to work on sewer systems or I want to learn how to work on an airplane. You want to code? I mean, do you ever, is that coding too? Is oh, absolutely. Coding? Absolutely coding. Um, I mean, and, and I, I feel like especially young people these days, they have so many resources at their fingertips and things that they might not even think of. If you like, let's say I wanted to learn how to program in Python. That's a programming language. You have the world at your fingertips these days. If you want to learn how to program in Python, just write Google, like, learn Python, right? And you'll get a, the entire first page of results. You'll get 20 results, like, of websites that you can try some early Python programming. And they have everything set out for you. They make it very easy. You can look at for YouTube videos. You know, there are people that live stream. I, this is, a friend of mine used to do this, right? He was a Python programmer, okay? And he was working with me and solving some really deep, complex issues and uh, he used to live stream himself working on those types of things on Twitch, which is a platform that a lot of young kids were, are familiar with because, like, you know, people can, like, play video games and they can stream it live out on the Internet. And anyone can get on and watch. And even, like, podcasts are streamed live on Twitch. But anyway, um, so he used to stream himself, like, uh, programming things like doing game design and things like that on Twitch. Before we go any further sure. into the... I, IOT, is that your field? Uh, so IOT stands for the Internet of Things. Yeah. And that is pretty big in the world of technology as well. It kind of refers to all the different things that have like an Internet connection, like your coffee maker or your refrigerator or things like that. So I work, I, I call the industry that I work in IT, which is information technology. And again, like you said, that's very broad. It can really apply to anything. I could like, for instance, I've worked with IT sales engineers, which are really salespeople that know a little bit about technology. And, you know, technology companies need supporting services. If you look at Amazon, they have, uh, uh, you know, warehouses. They have people that need to work there. They have floor managers and things like that. They have HR people. They have, you know, not just software engineers and things like that. But, I mean, you also have robots. You need mechanical engineers. And So, I mean, you mentioned HR. So, I'm going yeah, to jump sure. in here. I'm <laughs> HR because I'm HR. Yeah. So, let's say uh, – the company gives me a an application that I'm supposed to know how to run. Sure. And it's very complex to me. Okay. It's a, like a, like a recruiting database. Yeah. You have people in the database. And, and it drives us crazy because yeah. we have to do all the fingering. And what if the system breaks down? Or if, mm. are you the person that we call? Yeah, I used to work <laughs> in that role. Yeah. So so typically with particular applications, like let's say you work in HR and you have your HR sort of 
database that you interact with and all your personnel and everything in there, that's usually going to be a commercial software product that your company has licensed and purchased that they can you that, that, that your company can use, right? So that typically will come with something like a support contract. So you may have some people in-house that can that uh, work for your company that you do you do HR for that may have some easy troubleshooting steps to perform. But if it's a deeper problem, they can get on the phone and call someone from the company from which you purchased the software who may be able to assist as well. Mm-hmm. This is the whole sort of support licensing when i when i started model. in my occupy by field mm-hmm. uh i thought it was the in, in, in everything that was industry it was mm-hmm. it industry mm-hmm. that was their this the sole industry that you thought of and now it's it mm-hmm. it's cyber it's iot it's uh, i you know i file a lot of these things into the it industry and and i think um there's a lot of companies out there. Here's here's another thing, uh, and I think this is an important point for any company out there. Is every company is a technology company now, right? Every company can use technology in some way to help them uh, solve the problems that they're trying to solve, or you know, help their customers get access to their product faster. You know, I, I think if if a company is not does not have an emphasis in IT, that they're going to be left behind. Like if you're if if I have a restaurant out in the middle of nowhere, how are people going to find my restaurant if I don't have a website or something like that? So I need to utilize technology to help me no matter what I'm doing. That's kind of my so, view on it. So IT technology is yeah. a foundation for everything else. Absolutely, I I would say so. Well, yeah. what was your foundation? How did you get into IT? Oh yeah, so. I won't take us back too far, but I'll say I, I've had an interest in in um, technology and taking things apart since I was a little kid. You know, I wanted to see like uh, I think I told you before. I think I learned how to work the VCR and the DVD player before I could read. Right. So, I mean, and and I think you'll find a lot of young kids these days like they could probably they'll probably be able to do the same thing. They know if they put this disc in here and then they push this button, they get to watch you know Peppa Pig or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, I see them on the metro. They it's, do that. <laughs> there you go. So, so you know, especially for kids that are taking an interest in that thing, you know, I think that's something that you can cultivate, and it can really evolve into something interesting. So, so I went to when I went to school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I know I liked science and I liked technology and I liked space. So, and space. When, when all children, I thought. Looks out into space, and they always dreamed about flying a plane. Right. But now they they don't just dream about flying a plane, but they dream about being IT. <laughs> well, maybe indirectly, right? They yeah. might not know that their dream involves IT at all. Maybe they want to be a musician or something like that. Uh, and you can use technology to like like uh, I could today um, record a video of myself playing piano, and I could post it on YouTube, and I could reach you know anybody out there. I could. You know, I could post it on Facebook or Instagram you play or Twitter. A piano? <laughs> <laughs> I used to before I got into IT. No, I <laughs> I, t- I took okay. piano lessons up until I started okay. playing sports and doing a, all kinds of stuff. Okay. But yeah, so then in school, I kind of just followed that. Like, I, I went to the classes that I was interested in going to. So that was like physics and different types of math and technology and the lab courses are always really fun. You never know what you're gonna get into with those. But even like. 
um, things that some people might find mundane. You know, I, t- I took an interest to like physics labs where you go in and you have like a vacuum cart and you have to calculate, well, if I put it at this angle, how fast is it going to get from the top to the bottom? So and, and things like well, that. Actually, I like physics. That's the only thing that I Sure. Guess. And science class I passed in school. Okay. So my school had a program called Applied Physics where they kind of combined uh, um, computer science and physics together to uh, apply computer science to like physical problems and, you know, um, use computer systems to to aid in problems and um things like that. So I, I, I got uh, involved with, I got to take computer science classes up to like the two or 300 level. Uh, I got to take physics classes, math classes, and I had a real wide mix of things. I went to Christopher Newport University, which is a Virginia, yeah, public school yeah. down in the Hampton Roads area. And it's a liberal arts college. So they have, you know, uh, when, you, when you're there, you, they have a requirements in like the arts uh, in sciences and things. So you have to take a classroom here and a classroom there, which I really like because you get to try lots of different things. And I think that's good for someone who doesn't know what they want to do yet. It's like go to a school where you can, you know, uh, explore all of your interests and see which one you might want to pursue beyond undergrad. So that's that's kind of what I did. And so you mm-hmm. majored in what? So I majored in applied physics. <laughs> yeah. Everybody doesn't have to major in applied physics that's to true. be an IT specialist. No, I, and honestly... You know, it was just um, my use of the technology that was required of me, like Microsoft Word and Excel for math and physics and, uh, you know, using a laptop every day and getting familiar with like the Windows operating system. And then once I got in, you know, once I was looking for a job, um, my first job was not in IT. I was sort of... uh, Kind of like in accounting, you know. I was working on accounting. Yeah, I was. And you majored in physics. Well, I was working on uh, Excel. Well, I graduated at the height of the uh, what's it called? The, the, yeah. So in right two thousand eight, two thousand nine. That's right. I remember so, it well. Okay. So I took the first job I could get, honestly. Yep. I see. Uh, and and we'll, we'll hold that because that's a good. Sure. That's a good point to make to anybody who's listening that everything is not going to go your way all the time sure. and you have to have fortitude and you have to stick to it if you if you want to get through that yeah but sometimes you can take those opportunities that you're presented and make something out of it you got out of the bad market and you started in the IT world is that the idea so no I what I was kind of getting into was that I sort of parlayed that my just my experience with computers into a career in IT which is a little which is interesting because uh, I, you know, I, I had some computer science experience, but uh, my comfort with things like printers and laptops and Excel spreadsheets and things like that, uh, I kind of became the unofficial IT person in my office, right? So people would come to me and say, I can't, I don't understand why my spreadsheet's doing this weird thing. Or someone would come to me and say, you know, hey, th- this fax machine is jammed and we have to call the IT office, which in this case was outsourced, and you have to file a ticket with them. And this is the way that IT is done in a lot of big companies, right? It's, and, you know, a lot of things are outsourced these days. But, but uh, so they had to call the main office, file a ticket, and then that ticket had to be routed to the on-site person who might not be in the building with us. They might be in a different building or whatever, and they'd have to come and 
fix the issue. But for a lot of people, it's like, well, I got to send this fax now or by, you know, in an hour or whatever. So they'd say, Danny, do you know how to unjam the fax machine? I, like, I, I, I can take a look, <laughs> I guess. You know, yeah. <laughs> so people would just come to me out of necessity, sort of. And and um, you mean necessity, the mother of invention? You became a. There you go. I invented <laughs> myself a career. <laughs> yeah. So. So I, you know, and I was making maybe like twelve or thirteen dollars an hour doing that, and and I asked, and it, I know I was a temp, you know, I signed up with a temp agency and got placed in this job. So uh, I asked, well, are you hiring full time IT people? They said, well, you have to fill out an application with the main office, and they'll call you and interview you. And I said, okay, well, so I not only did I apply at the main office. I applied at a lot of other companies as well for IT jobs. And I went through a number of different interviews. And the fact that I didn't really have a professional experience in IT uh, was, you know, most people are looking for like, you know, people with experience. So I will say that I was lucky that I interviewed with someone that was willing to kind of take a sort of take a chance, right? They were growing really fast and they needed help right away, and they were willing to invest some time into me to become, you know, hopefully a, a seasoned IT engineer at their company. So I got into a great environment at the advisory board company, which I told you about, uh, which was a healthcare consulting company, but they had a, like a nationwide sales team and a nationwide consulting team, and they had an in-house IT help desk to, you know, set people up with laptops and, you know, all the, all the various IT needs of their organization. Uh, and I was a junior IT engineer there for, I think that we called it uh, desktop support specialist. I was a desktop support specialist. And there were some things I could help with right away, like, oh, you know, people coming to the IT desk and saying, oh, my computer's frozen or something like that. You know, what, what does everyone tell you to do when your computer's frozen? I'll turn it off, turn it back on, you know. So just basically doing that for a while. And I just, uh, I, I learned a lot of things from there. So if something, if I didn't know exactly what to do, I could say, all right, well, I'm going to bring this laptop back to you in an hour, and I'll go talk to one of the other engineers and say, I think maybe it has something to do with That's this. That's an interesting story, yeah. because right. for, especially for, I, I was going to say, especially for young people mm -hmm. who who want to explore everything, it's like getting their hands wet. Damn, for what? Get their hands dirty? Sure, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's the word. Uh, <laughs> or, but, but older people, too, are, tra are changing careers. That's, true. that's a big thing yeah. now that they're looking at new careers. Mm -hmm. but can, you, can you tell us, though, uh, while you're in the cloud now, we're going to talk about sure. the cloud, but yes. before the cloud, as you look around uh, at your coworkers mm -hmm. and the needs of the industry, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where do you see the industry going? I mean, the IT industry. IT industry. Um, yes. So, I would certainly say um, there there has been a big shift, and this is already and getting to cloud. There's already been a huge shift in having a lot of your IT resources on site versus having things hosted in the cloud or web based. So let's say. Going back to that HR application that you may have been mm -hmm. using as an HR specialist at your company, um, they may have brought uh, they may have brought like a CD that you install in a server at your company, and then when you open it up on your computer, or maybe you install it on your computer, mm -hmm. right? So instead of that, uh, if if you get a cloud based application, that same application you just open up in your web browser, 
right? And that's actually installed and in, on a server, you know, hosted by Amazon or by Microsoft or somewhere else in the proverbial cloud. Uh, and you're accessing the same resource without having to necessarily install anything on your computer. So, so this is uh, a shift that's not just happening with, you know, local computer software, but like in deep IT, like databases and systems where um, these things have sort of migrated off into bigger companies that they, they've sort of outsourced their um, server resources. Those big racks that you see, like we'll go to someone who already has them and we'll we'll rent space instead of buying it. Okay. Yeah. So so But then as far as, you know, the sort of skills and things that people need, I mean there these these soft skills have been around already for for a while, for for 10 or 20 years I would say. And that's uh computer science um concepts, like how how computers work mm-hmm. from the ground up uh has not necessarily change you you've all you've always had uh you know your the data lives on hard drives like drives and, and you need to bring things into memory if you want to actively use them and then you have a processing unit that does the computations those things have just gotten more complex but at its at its core the concepts haven't really changed that much so people who are who want to they make a profession of the IT mm-hmm. or IT makes a profession of them. Computer they, science 101, 101 is almost the same as it was so, 10 20 years ago. So but if if the cloud is taking mm-hmm. over the world but mm-hmm. uh, so we're we have a, just a couple of minutes to go so I'm sure. trying to get these questions in. Sure. As well, so uh, you're an IT specialist, mm-hmm. uh, and you are. Your title is a cloud specialist. Cloud engineer, yeah. Cloud engineer, very important. That's a cloud. <laughs> en- <laughs> cloud en- Job titles are throwaway. Title. I've worked with I've worked with people that are like, oh, chief mad scientist. You know. <laughs> chief mad scientist. Right. <laughs> that, that would be me Something. or you, Lori. Right. Chief mad scientist. But the uh, but for for somebody who is thinking about making IT a career, yeah. and somebody who is looking at an industry like. Uh, mm-hmm. They want to be in management uh, or in management. Mm-hmm. They have an IT mm-hmm. skill that they need. Mm-hmm. So first of all, if you want to be an IT professional, mm-hmm. can you tell us just quickly? Yeah, absolutely. What? So so if you want to, it de- depending on what you want to do in the IT industry, uh, you can find classes and certifications through your local schools, community colleges, or free online. There's more free online available than there has ever been before. Yeah, but what, what occupations mm-hmm. do they have? Do they have a chance of making a career out of IT? I would say, well, cer- certainly. I think there's always uh, a need, just as I said, like the IT industry has changed and grown. Uh, more companies are taking on more technology, and they need help with that type of stuff. Yeah. So, So things like you know, web design, things like uh, uh, things like uh, programming for the web with... Those no are all IT. Yeah, the, I, I would say those are filed under IT too, like programming or, or web, web type jobs. Um, but then all the ancillary services around those. So like if you've been a salesperson your whole life and you've been selling, you know, petroleum equipment and that's an industry that's in the decline, there's sales in IT as well. You're, you can sell IT equipment, you know, computers. Uh, you can sell software. Things like that. So, so there are skills that that may translate from other uh, industries into IT as well. I've worked with plenty of salespeople who, 
you know, want to sell my company software or services or things like that. And you're the person that the company turns to to appraise and evaluate whether that's a useful Sure. Application. I have been that person, yeah. Yeah, yeah to that. install it here and let's integrate it with our application and see if it can help us. Okay, so... Yeah. So from uh, from the point where you start you start as a student, you can cloud and you can mm-hmm. program and you can yeah. Code. But then with the cloud, is as I feel like it's a part of the IT industry that is continuing to grow. There are tons of jobs. I mean, you can look uh, the the big companies right now in cloud are obviously Amazon, Microsoft is increasing their investment in the cloud. Um, Oracle is is competing so is the cloud, for cl- the fastest yeah. growing IT. The fastest growing, it may be, yeah, honestly, I mean, um, it, it may be the fastest growing uh, part of the IT industry. I, I know I could say that because I work in it and I see it growing. Um, I don't work in a lot of the other places. Like, I don't think, I, I think more things are going to the cloud instead of away from it. And that's that's why I say it's certainly okay. growing. Well, we're getting the sign, uh, the sound or whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> from our audio engineer. Yeah. And so um, we're, we're going to have to call this uh, to uh, to an end, but it was it's interesting, isn't it? Sure. It's, you know, yeah, it's, I enjoy it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, why I want to listen and talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever you, whatever you want to be. And IT uh, has a lot of possibilities and a lot of... Uh, a lot of openings and a lot of growth in a lot of different areas, and sure. so that's the that's the story we want to end with. That if you're IT specialist, if you want to program, if you want to use IT more especially, this is IT for you. We have to give it a name: IT for everything. IT everything. Uh, the world of technology. The world of technology. Okay, we'll try that. Thank you so much, Danny. Absolutely. I, I enjoyed this, and and thank you, Sat, for. Uh, for participating, he was enjoying it as yeah, much as. I that there is a lot of I can build on, you know. Yeah, of course. Around, so yeah. Is, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, and and folks, uh, we hope you uh, tune in and listen to the Workforce Show whenever you can, and it's on SoundCloud. It's on. Uh, uh, Apple, it's on Stitcher, right? Sister, Sister. Yep, and I, I think I found it on uh, iTunes podcasts. Yeah. Yep. yep, iTunes. So, so don't miss the show, and uh, tell your friends. Thanks. <laughs> bye bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Workforce Show. This interview and others can be found at WERA.FM or at CareerCentralOnline.com. Thank you for listening. Until the next time.